You are listening to an ANR podcast. This is episode 15. On today's podcast, we'll be talking about the HBO Max Green Lantern series. We'll talk about the Ms. Marvel TV show and rumored movie. We'll talk about Black Panther rumors. And finally, we'll discuss the series finale of Invincible. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to our episode 15. I can't wait to get started. We've got a plethora of topics to get into. But like always, before we do, I want to introduce you to my Groot, to his (laughs) Rocket Raccoon, (laughs) my friend D. How are you doing, D? I am D. No, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You are D. Yes, you are D. Now, our other colleagues from the Guardians of the Galaxy are in a different mission today, so they will not be here. All right, uh, D. So, you know, like we always do, we want to talk about what we watched and what we got. So, what was it for you this last week that you did? So, I didn't physically get anything, but after seeing your Dr. Fate Mezco review, which I recommend people check out, I got the absolute itch. And then I remember you talking about. Uh, <laughs> A Wonder Woman figure, so I went and re-looked yeah. her up. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm going to secure me one of these <laughs> these babies. Enabled, yes. Yeah. It, it took a few months, but it just crept back in there. <laughs> well, you did get something. You actually got your shot for COVID. Yeah, I did. Right? You've got your vaccine. So you did get something that, you know, did it boost your powers? Were you able to climb walls or jump over or uh, leap over a tall building? I was able to sleep hours at a time, so hibernation. That is, that is the best power ever to sleep for a long time. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Hibernation, man, that's really good. I like that one. All right. Well, what did you watch aside from what you know the Invincible uh, series finale we'll talk about? Was there anything else you actually watched? That's the one that's resonating in my mind still. So I did watch that. I think it's. I think it's resonating with a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm sure I watched other stuff. Oh, I, I, uh, I've been binge-watching Kim's Convenience. You mentioned it to me a while ago, and I finally started. Yeah. And I just watch it every night. It's pretty. What, what do you think of it? It's pretty charming. It's funny. It has its moments. It's a very uh, feel-good. It's like chicken soup for the soul kind yeah. of thing, right? <laughs> there you go. That's a good way to describe yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right? It's just a wholesome thing that you yeah. can, you know, curl up to and watch. Yeah. So, yes. I, I love that show, and I, it's... Uh, you know, it's sad how it ended because it was so abrupt. But uh, you know, for the short time it, they did have the, this these uh, seasons, it it was great. So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely, if somebody out there who wants to watch something that's fun, it's available on Netflix, I believe, right? Yeah, Is it on Netflix? What, that's what I'm watching it on. Yeah, I used to watch it every week through the local TV network, but yeah, it's on Netflix. It's funny hearing them name drop local cities. Just, oh, wow, yeah, weird. I don't like the feeling of this. I'm used to uh, like New York or Washington. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, most of the TV shows that are filmed are all filmed in Vancouver, yeah. Toronto, or Montreal nowadays, right? The CW practically has all of their shows they're, in they're, Canada. They films. just have studios set up all over our city. Yeah, like, like they're all over Vancouver. Like The Flash yeah. is filmed here, right? There's so many shows. Like Riverdale is filmed here yeah. in Vancouver. There's so many shows that people aren't aware of, right? Uh, for the longest time, Supernatural was filmed here. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto have a rich history of TV shows being filmed here. Um, aside from that, anything else did you watch? 
No, nothing memorable. All right, all right, okay. Uh, for me, I just happened to get the um, the Shang Chi wave, so I just got that in today. Um, I have three sets that um, I will be getting another set probably in the next couple of days from Dorkside, and uh, not a sponsor. Hopefully, one day they will be. But uh, yeah, got that, and then I also um, the Mesco stuff that's coming. I got Big Bad Toy Store. I don't want to say I have it because I don't have it just yet, but it's going to be here any day now. It's My so Mesco close. Green Lantern. It's so close, but so yeah, it, 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 they, I just got an alert that it went through customs, so it should be here by tomorrow, I'm thinking. It's the uh, Aquaman, um, the, the, uh, the comic version, and also um, um, John Stewart Green Lantern comic version. So I got those two. Uh, yeah, I, I, just like you, I got the Mesco itch, right? So... It all starts um, with one. I'll, Do you have quite a bit of those? <laughs> no, I, you know, I only have the Superman Christopher Reeves, which I wanted so badly and I had to get it. Yeah. Um, and then I, and then I went and got an SDCC uh, Moon Knight, the one with the black and white, not the full white. Um, I just wanted a different, yeah, I, I like both looks. To me, Moon Knight, I can, I'm okay with both looks, right? Obviously yeah. the white one is the newer one, but to me, I, I like both of them. So I got that one. It didn't cost me much more than the actual retail value when it first came out. So I was kind of surprised, and it was sealed and everything. So that's always good. You know, I just saw it. On, yeah, I just saw I saw it on eBay, and I'm like, oh, well, it's about to end. I'm like, might as well bid, and I just bid on it, and I kind of won, so I lucked out. And the rater, you know, the seller had good ratings on it, so there's nothing, you know, to worry about there. So I got it in my hand. So I had two, and then I just recently got the Doctor Fate, which you know we have a video out, like you mentioned. That uh, figure blew me away. It is by far one of the best figures I've held in the last year or two. He looks so That's good. how good this figure is. So good. <laughs> just beautiful. So amazing. Yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, he's right away a contender for the Figure of the Year Award for us this year. So he's right there already. So I'm, I want to see what this year has entailed with Mezco and other companies, if anyone can compete with that. Because right now, it's gonna be hard to dethrone that figure. It's it's just so good. I, I can't believe how good it is. But you know, Mesco fans are you know listening to us and going, "Well, we knew this years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, where have you guys you? been, right?" Like, <laughs> but I, I honestly I think they refined this year. They've been pulling out some great figures, and they refined the way they do the texturing of the cloth. And I, I think they've made it a little bit more skin tight rather than the bulkiness that you see, where they look like pajamas. So, uh, I, I, because of the Dr. Fate, how it's constructed, and how it contours with the movement of the knees and the elbows, that's what impressed me because I was expecting bulky and hanging cloth all around. So, I did see it with other Mesco figures, but with this uh, Dr. Fate figure, it, it's really well put together. So, that's what's got me that Mezco itch. Um, I could have went to Mezco a long time ago, but I wasn't really feeling a lot of their figures. There was something off with some of their figures. And I'm not a huge Gomez or, you know, the, some of those um, within company characters that they make, which are super rare and people just go crazy for them. I it, That's not my thing. So I wasn't really dying to get those skull guys, whatever. Like, to me, they're nice. They have a lot of accessories, but it doesn't really appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't need that extra added stress to get on their site within seconds to buy it. That's just crazy that people are doing that on a regular basis to get some of their figures. That's not collecting for me. I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's that's crazy. So, 
yeah so i uh, was able to get that dr fate i you know in the shang chi series i'm looking forward to opening that and doing a review on them i know a lot of people have done the review but we got our own take on it we're going to do our a nice review on it and we've got a plethora of things coming in the next couple of days i uh, should have my modoc as well coming in so within the next 24 hours and we'll do a comparison of that and anyone who's listening you can definitely check out our youtube channel at astonishing news and reviews and go out there and subscribe you know like you know share let other people know that we're going to be bringing some cool stuff to review on that channel and in terms of what i watched while well, i watched the invincible like you know we talked about I finished uh, the Shadow and Bone TV series. You didn't sound too thrilled and, about uh, it. Were you? Did you appreciate it when um, time was done? You know what? It, it, the ending <laughs> was just such a weird... The sound you made just, such... just sums it up. <laughs> 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 I, you know what? I really want to like this show. Like, yeah. It had a good beginning. Then it ha- went down like it's sort of... Episode 3 and 4 were like, almost like filler episode. And then it sort of picked up in there. It's like a roller coaster with this show. Like just when you think it's doing great, it just dies and fizzles away. Yeah. Then it comes back up to life again. And the ending was like that. The ending was like, you know, really really good and then all of a sudden it just drops. Where the last 20 minutes of the show I was like, what are we watching here? Like like is this the finale? Like this is how they're going to end it off this note. I I I still don't know what happened. I still don't know how they can continue this show. Um at the very very last part i'm not going to give it away because there's people still haven't watched it and we're, we're not doing a review on it so we're not going to spoil it but i don't know i just i was just not feeling it i'm I, maybe we'll see part two's come maybe it'll change my mind but yeah i don't know i, I don't even know if i can recommend the show like i mean if you got nothing else if you got nothing else to watch then maybe yeah but uh yeah so that's what i watched um shadow and bones and um what else did i watch pretty much that's it. Yeah, there's a pretty light week this week, so didn't really watch anything else. I'm looking forward to May, so see some stuff coming in May. Uh, or is it Jupiter? Jupiter, the Netflix oh, TV Legacy. show. Yeah, so I'm interested in checking that out. We'll see. We'll we'll talk about that when that yeah. show drops. All right. Okay. Well, we got uh not one, not two, not three, but four topics to talk about today, which is our first time doing four topics. So. It's just you and me, so we can get this done. If it was four of us, it'd take probably two hours to do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, because you know, Chris and Telford they just love to talk all day long. Oh, I'm sure it's them. They're the ones who like. To yeah, talk. it's okay. always them. It's always never me, never me. Anyways, so let's talk about our first topic: the HBO Max Green Lantern TV show. It is changed quite a bit from the first time they announced it, which was like a buddy cop thing they were going to go for. Uh, I think Jeff Johns said it was going to be Hal Jordan and John Stewart going through the sectors like Buddy Cop. But now, you know, what recently we've been hearing that it's going to be a total change from that. It's going to be uh, Guy Gardner in the 40s, like, you know, you're saying and what other reports are saying. And then it's going to have a whole bunch of other lanterns and it's going to jump through different time periods. It's just, uh, I don't know what's going on here, dude. Like, what have you heard? Okay, so... In regards to the 40s, they were doing Alan Scott, so the first one, with the cape, you remember him? He had that ugly costume. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. so 1941, it's him, he's an FBI agent, so maybe he gets his powers through investigating someone, I don't know, or something, I should say. And then it jumps to the 80s with Guy Gardner, 
and his half-human, half-alien partner now. Before, I thought it would have been, like, maybe Kilowog or someone, but they just created a new alien partner for him. And then they will jump ahead to Jessica Cruz and um, Simon Baz. They mentioned the other characters, like Sinestro, Kilowog, but I didn't see how Jordan's name dropped yet. So... Not sure what they're planning to do. Is it an anthology well, of just Green Lanterns, or like I don't know how they're going to go about it. It sounds pretty interesting. Well, There's the funny thing is, you mentioned all these lanterns, and and they're important in their own respective reasons. But the big three lanterns are nowhere to be found. Hal's not there, John's not there, and Kyle Reiner. They're not. They're three to me are the most important lanterns, in my opinion. Right. I I look at those three as my my go to lanterns. I don't understand how the three of them cannot be part of this. It just doesn't make sense to me. Are they saving it for the movies? They gotta be. There's no way um, they'll excuse them. But it's just such a weird way to do this. Like this is another typical DC decision, you know. Like create a TV show, but no. I mean, you know, to be fair, we don't know yet what's gonna happen. Yeah, we have to watch it. But I'm a little worried now that this show is gonna be a hot mess because. They're trying to do too many characters and trying to get too many characters uh, noticed. And when you do that, sometimes it just backfires on you. I would have liked the approach of them slowly like going season at a time and bringing the lore of all these characters. Like Every season, it could be a different character. Well, would you mind it if it was like 1940s, Alan Scott, season one? And then yeah, season why not? Two, if, if you're going to give me... If your job is to sh- educate... The people that don't know about Green Lantern, great. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Season one will be sort of half-half. Like, you'll talk about Alan Scott, and then you're going to get to the next guy. And then it'll end there. And then the next season, it'll be so-on-so. Who else? You know, like, uh, Jessica. It could be Simon Baz. But then the problem is, like, you have these three guys, again, being missing in that link there. I, I mean, they should have made the movie, I think, first and then had these side characters come in there and make that core. To me, that would have made more sense to have the movie out first, get the big guns in there, show people that these are the, the pillars of the Lantern Corps in this sector. And then the TV show would sort of, you know, be its uh, companion and further the story around it mm. to give you a more complete but, I mean, maybe they can do it the other way around. I don't know. Maybe they're going to show you this, and then the movie will fill in sort of the missing gap in the middle. But I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, to me, it's just another confusing uh, thought process of like what DC is doing. Know, Hal already exists. It's just not focused on him. Like, we, I, we have no idea. He's a pretty important yeah. guy, though. You'd want to focus on him for at least would, a show I, or a full movie. I would be upset if they do not talk about the big three at all in this TV show. If they make references to them, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because that means a movie will be coming where the, they'll be, you know, actually part of that movie, right? But if they totally omit these characters and they don't exist, that's a problem I have. I mean, I don't need to hear, oh, this is a different universe. I'm sick and tired of hearing about that stuff. <laughs> oh, this is a different alternate universe. But like, it okay, is. Yeah, it sure. is. It's Arrowverse. Yeah, or, or... it's just as is Zack Snyder's verse. Yes, that's what it is, and uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Uh, when is it due to come out? I think it's coming out next year, right? Yeah, I think so. And they stated yeah. it will be the most expensive 
like Arrowverse type show produced. Well, it better be. Your HBO career. Max is taking a pretty penny from a lot of people. Yeah. So throw some money. If, you, if you're going to want people to pay a monthly subscription, I mean, HBO Max is not that great right now. They got nothing. You know, like throw us a bone here. Like get some shows going. So, yeah, better be uh, put in, <laughs> investing uh, some of that money in. Otherwise, I'm canceling my uh, subscription. I got yeah, no time for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, so we will uh, wait patiently to see what this is going to be like. And then rest assured, we will dissect it when it does drop. All right. N- moving on to our next topic. It is Ms. Marvel. Now, they've got a TV show. We uh, People have been able to see some sneak peeks of her costume. D, you got to see the costume. But, you know, you recently just f- were aware of that today, which is Monday, May 3rd, they dropped the trailer. Marvel dropped that, you know, going back to the theaters trailer. And near the end, tail end, they showed all the movies that are coming up in the next year or so. And we got the title for, you know, Ms. Marvel, but with the S of Ms. Marvel's logo on her chest and Monica Rambeau's, how would you call that, insignia or logo? Her emblem. Uh, it kind of looked emblem, like Carol's yeah. as well, like their starburst yeah, it's sort emblem. Of, yeah, it could be, yeah, it could be Carol's as well, exactly, which is right in the middle. And then there's reports that all three of these characters will show up in this movie somehow. First, let's talk about the TV show. What do you think of the costume? It's very comic accurate. I have no complaints with it. Uh, what I did notice, though, are her, her powers are very hard to do on. A yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. Streaming budget. So, so rumors came up that her powers might change. And for all of you who don't know, she's basically a combination of Ant-Man and Mr. Fantastic. She can change her size and mass and rearrange her molecules, but she can also stretch as well. So she could grow to be giant size, like like Ant-Man turns into giant man. When Mr. Fantastic does that, he looks all stretchy, right? He looks all weird. Yeah. When she does it, she looks she will look like she proportionately does. But if she sees fit, she can elongate her arms and legs. She can shape shift. So her powers are pretty unique. I mean, nothing new or exciting. But the way she uses them is pretty cool. And she's gotten a lot of uh, positive feedback in the minority community, which is always good. There's some diversity in the comics. I yeah don't really care about her, but I don't hate her. Like when she shows up, I don't throw a fit or anything. It's just sometimes teen comics I can only handle in small doses, like teenage characters. <laughs> There's only so many I can tolerate. You mean you don't like the part where they run out of bubble tea? <laughs> Doing so a fight. to make a choice between <laughs> bubble tea homework and saving the yeah. world. No, yeah. <laughs> like, where should I put my bubble tea while I fight this bad guy? You know, like, or, you know, I should put my Pokemon, you know, get video game away for a while while I go and do some homework or something. I mean, sure, I can relate, but I deal with that every day. <laughs> so it's tiring. Well, you, you drink bubble tea and play Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, it's tiring, you know? <laughs> do you but get yeah, the tarot she... bubble tea? <laughs> She's pretty cool. It's cool that she's um I think she's from she's a Pakistani American who lives in Jersey. So she has a very traditional yeah. family. So it's nice they can incorporate that. It's nice they have a nice diverse yeah. cast of writers and people on board with this. So what they did change though, I think, I can't confirm, it's just from the screenshots we've seen. She has like a purple aura around her. 
So in the comics, her go-to move is like making her fist big and throwing a punch. But we haven't really seen any of that yet, but we have seen numerous photos of, let's describe it as a Green Lantern type light, like hard light structure. So some people are concerned that her powers would either change because it was too hard to make her all rubbery like that. And it's just easier to make these Green Lantern type effects. As for someone who doesn't care about her, this doesn't bother me. But what did bother me a little bit, which I also found was interesting about her, is she was an inhuman. Now it seems oh. like it might not even be related to that at all. Because the inhumans really didn't take off too well when they tried to release that. Oh, do you no, they did not. Movie? What was that? Was it a mini That was, um, yeah, that was a mini series that nobody wanted. And they put in the theater. Yeah, that's what it reason. was. Yeah. I, I don't I don't even know what to say about that. Like to be honest with you, it yeah. was terrible to begin with. Which is unfortunate. But that was part of her lore. Like she what what basically what happens with the inhumans are they're kinda like mutants, but you get your powers when you're exposed to this terogenesis mist. And when you are exposed to it, you tr- you get wrapped in a cocoon and you emerge and you have your powers. So for her, it was interesting to see her go through this metamorphosis and have to deal with that a lot yeah. of a lot of inhumans just announce that they are this new like hey th- this is me now this is the new me and they go live in their new world with their new queen black bolt and medusa and their their city <laughs> but her yeah. she stayed behind and she became a superhero she's a fangirl to carol danvers which explains the miss marvel affiliation the rumors yeah yeah uh, yeah in the comic, she was 100% like fangirling about her. Like Carol Danvers had that S like logo originally. So Miss Marvel just took her name and costume design. But in the movie, you pointed out the S on the banner. Carol yeah. never wore that outfit. So it doesn't make sense to include that unless they were planning on uniting the two at some point because it had both of their emblems on that logo. I so. have a. I have a theory. I think Miss Marvel accidentally activates her powers and knocks Captain Marvel unconscious, and then Rogue takes her powers. You think so? I would love so. <laughs> I would love so to you that. Just want, you want that super powered Rogue? Do you want? Do you just want yes. her gone? You want? You want Carol gone? Don't you? In, in, in a nice way. Yeah. She's in the hospital. She's <laughs> in a nice way where so. she's just not conscious and doesn't have yeah. her powers in anymore. A co- in a Captain Coma, right? <laughs> Captain. Coma. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I, I really, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, snap. They're putting it all together. Okay, cool, cool. And Monica Rambo, she's probably going to be really hot right now when she's going to go in there, guns a-blazing, and just, you know, give Carol Danvers a taste of her own money and say, you know, you left my mom stranded, blah, blah, blah. They'll work it out. They'll hug it out. Yeah, we'll see what, what that, you know, face. becomes. Um, yeah, I just, um, it, you know, it makes it interesting to see a dynamic like that, you know, yeah. with having all these characters there. So it makes Captain Marvel's uh, movie two more interesting and has my interest now, because if it was a solo movie of just her, I would have just not even watched that movie because of who? my Carol experience of watching Marvel? like the Carol, team? Carol. Okay. Oh, you don't like her at all. The movie wise. Hey, no, no, no. I no, no, no. It's not, I don't like her at all. It's, I did not like, how she's her acting was so going right now so far i'm not a fan of her acting i think she overdoes it with that character she is a good actor 
um, outside of that role because I've seen her other movies. So she is talented, but it just for that, whatever reason, it doesn't jive with me. It just doesn't work. I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe in the minority in this, but I, I would like to are. give her a chance. <laughs> I don't think you really. Are. Yeah. From okay. like the, like message boards wise. And yeah, no, it, yeah, it just doesn't jive. Good, with yeah. me. And, uh, you know, there was reports where she uh, fought with uh, Marvel trying to be the next, you know, leader of the Avengers in her contract. Like, she's like, I want to be the next leader of this next phase, uh, taking the Marvel team into that. I'm like, just like, hold up a second here. Like, you just showed up near the end of these phases and you want to be the leader now all of a sudden? Like, take it easy there. You know, it's not just about superpowers here. Yeah, you don't even And I don't think... Her. Yeah, like, you're not... You don't have this, you know group of people that you've had history with. Like, I mean, Falcon makes more sense at this point to be one of the guys heading up the team, even though he's one of the weakest, but it's just because he's around with the rest of them. They can all work with him. They know him. Right. So that's why Captain America was the obvious choice because he's been around everybody. You know, he empathizes with everybody and works with everybody. But uh, yeah, I hope that was just a rumor because I think that, if it wasn't a rumor, that's probably where a lot of people got their negativity f- towards her because of this. Mm. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe Monica Rambo really makes um, her character better. Maybe they work as a tandem, and then Ms. Marvel, the you know Kamala character, actually gives her makes her even better because she has a, she's a role model now. So maybe she'll her acting might change, or there might be that chemistry where she needs to think differently uh, as a one of the most powerful characters in in the Marvel universe. We'll see. I mean, I'll I'll give it a one more sh- a shot at it, but you know, just for the record, like I actually passed out in the movies watching that. <laughs> I actually fell asleep. Seriously, like that. Yeah, my wife like I, I fell asleep for 5 minutes and I was snoring and my wife woke me up. She's like, "You're sleeping?" I'm like, "I don't know why because I've never slept through any Marvel movie. Like all of them had my attention the whole way. But this one just like was a snooze fest for me." But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how this TV show is going to lead into this movie. Um, Maybe she'll make it a surprise appearance at the end. Maybe both Monica and uh, Captain Marvel will show up in this movie because, you know, she's a big, you know, geeky fan towards this character. She's got to show up, maybe, right? they got to interact. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool to see her in there interacting with her, you know, one of her fans. But uh, in terms of her superpowers, Ms. Marvel, I hope to God they don't change too much of it. Uh, I don't mind if it's a, a like that Hal Jordan or Green Lantern type of holographic look where her arms and legs, you know, are like that. I don't mind that. But I don't know. Like, I mean, why pick this character if you know that you can't do justice? To yeah, it? like you, these guys keep picking characters they can't. I don't want to say like, adapt faithfully. Don't... Like you can change stuff, but the... it's like making. But Spider-Man if you can't, okay. But here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. If you can't even do this, how are you gonna do Reed Richards right? I think right? like they're they'll pour their budget into a Fantastic Four movie, no problem. But this, they're just like yeah. But uh... this should be this this should be a practice run right now. Yeah. Right. Let's get this right because it's just arms and limbs. Reed, it's the whole body that's gonna be bendy and you know twitchy. Hers is just her arms or her legs that kind of, you know, ma- mainly her arms where she flings it out, right? Uh-huh. So I can understand doing the TV show, just have her arms fling up because she's new to this and she's just learning. You can get away with that for the season one of that TV show. But if they don't do this properly, I'm worried about how they're going to make 
Reed Richards look really good. I know the money will be there for the movie, but I think that you should try to make this look good right now. And then by the time Fantastic Four movie starts getting into production, you've got a good grasp on doing this. I mean, there's geniuses behind these computer screens. Yeah, they'll be fine. They can make all these things. I, I, you know, I'm, I'll be happy with if they do that for Reed Richards. But if they just make this, you know, holographic, you know, type of arms and limbs, eh, I don't know. We'll have to see this show. I'm not a huge fan of it either. But I'd, I'd like the character to at least have the ability to do the proper, you know, moves and, you know, effects. So yeah. we'll see. I don't even know when the release date is. Some people are concerned that it's not even her powers. Like, they think it's her bracelet now as well. So, like, she's not even... Like, she has no powers at all. uh, Oh, man. Now you dropped that on me. Now you... So they went from her being an inhuman to her being a human with a bracelet. (sighs) But that's just, like, a rumor. So I can't even speak on that. It's a good thing that it's a small character that a lot of people are not too attached to. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. That's the beauty of uh, watching these TV shows. We'll get an idea of what's going to come. So, all right. Okay. Well, moving on to our next topic, which is the Black Panther Wakanda world rumors. There is a couple of things interesting that I've been hearing on the uh, worldwide interweb. There is talk about uh, Killmonger returning back into the fold because, um, the gentleman whose name escapes me now, uh, Michael B. Oh, Jordan, yeah. he signed for a multi-year deal. And uh, he's keeping a tight lip on what he's going to be um, doing. But is he going to be the next Black-, Black Panther? What do you think? <sighs> so, like, don't take my silence as me. I'm just pondering, like, the backlash, but also happiness. Like, you're going to have such a split down the fan base. Cause you, you, I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be happy. Like I wouldn't mind. Like, like you, sometimes you just change stuff. Sometimes that's what happens when you make superhero movies. Sometimes change happens. Sometimes like I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at a comic book uh, world here where characters die. Somebody else takes the mantle over, and no big deal. We get to continue the story. Or character dies, but somehow comes back to life from another dimension. And yeah, it's. I know. The different multi-universe. I know you don't like to hear about this because you've been hearing it now so much. Every time somebody dies, they're like, yeah, we'll just bring them in another, you know, alternate universe. You're like, stop, stop, right? I'll get into that after, but yeah. (laughs) But no, um, what I I think, in my opinion, is going to happen is Shuri's going to get the mantle. And I think she's going to just say, I don't feel like doing this because this is not me. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a scientist. I'm an inventor. I like to dabble with technology. I'm not good at this royalty where I've got to dictate this and that who gets this sheep and who gets that goat or who gets this territory, who gets that territory. I don't, I don't want to deal with this stuff. So I think she passes it on to Killmonger who is probably another Killmonger from a different universe and they can trust him because it's not the Killmonger that died or it is that Killmonger that died and somehow came back to life. I mean, how can they just give him the throne after what he did, right? So, I don't know, but he has signed for multi-year deal. So, and he's not a small little care uh, actor. He's a big time A-list, you know, Hollywood actor. So, if he's signing on, he's not going to be like a side little, you know, flashback character. Well, at least I hope not, because I mean that's a lot of wasted money there if you're going to have him just do that stuff, right? So, 
it seems like he's going to be past the mantle on. And I have no problem with that because Michael B. Jordan is an amazing actor. And whatever I watch of his, I, I'm good. It's it's a good movie. So, yeah, I mean, even as Killmonger, he killed it. He did an awesome job as Killmonger. So, um, I would, uh, I don't know. What, what is your take on it? I know you don't like this whole multiverse nonsense. Yeah, I don't really care for multiverse when they keep using it. I know that's like a big rumor. You're not the only person who said that. Yeah. But what does that entail? Like you are stepping out of your world, your home where you know everything and just moving to a new one and living normally. Like there's ramifications here, but no one ever talks about those. As for him picking up the mantle, if there's one thing I learned, it's Wakandans are petty and they hold grudges. Like they almost killed Bucky because they let out Zemo. I was just I was waiting for you to bring that up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, exactly. so I don't think they're like let the dude who slaughtered half their their elite soldier sit on the throne. I don't know. It's tough. But like you said, he's an A lister. You don't just sign him on and pay that kind of money if it's not for an important role. So I think he'll be about, front line. How about this? What if I threw this at you here? What if White Wolf shows up and goes, give him a chance like you gave me a chance? Hmm. What if he, you know, needs to go through, you know, the understanding that I went through? Because let's let's face it, Winter Soldier was far more warped than Killmonger was. Yeah, but Killmonger right? done it of his own free will. Like he But but he did it because of a reason though. His dad was yeah. wrong. Right, he's just coming after them for doing something wrong, and they admitted it too, because you know at the end of the story they admitted that they did him wrong, and it was too late though because he was already consumed by this, all the power that he gained to, from to being, becoming a king. Everyone else was still yeah. like all mean about it though. So. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone's like you know, and Baku's like whatever, he and then, to, you know, he had to swear off his dad like. The, you know how in most movies... The Dormalaji wanted a Starbucks... Yeah. Dormalaji wanted a Starbucks instead. <laughs> like, Tatala and his father didn't even have that, like, embrace moment. It was like, you're right, son. He's like... He screamed at his dad and said his dad was wrong. That was the last thing he ever said to him. So... So, the other thing was... um, I was interesting. I, I was thinking about is the planes of the afterlife. You know, where the panther trees are. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, I wonder if that is a way where they can come back to life where Killmonger might have been buried into the sands of um, the vibranium in the caves there. Yeah. I wonder if they buried him there and somehow in the plains that his family tree sort of brought him back to life. There could be something I mean, supernatural there. Yeah. Right? As, so, when you have the supernatural aspects and comic books, you can yeah. bring people back anytime you want, really. I, I'm, I'm interested and curious to see that. Maybe they have, um, because you know, the director uh, was it Kugler? Uh, mm -hmm. He he said that the way they're rewritten the story is they're gonna give, you know, um, um, T'Challa a proper send off. I hope that's so. gonna make sense. Well, they they said they worked really hard in doing a proper uh, storyline to really make sense of you know he why he disappeared, not just a cheap cop out like off screen. So we'll, yeah, so. Let's see, you know, how it works out. Uh, I'm very curious to see this. Um, I'm very excited. So they announced that as well today. You know, they gave the actual date, I believe. I, I can't remember the date now. Uh, but they announced Black Panther Wakanda 
Um, so, and then they got their TV show, right? They they got the Wakanda TV show that's in development as well. Yeah. So that is another thing. Like, I'm starting to see this stuff where Marvel wants the movie, but they want the TV show to expand that universe. Um, it could be good, but it could also open up some, you know, potholes here where you can say, okay, well, what happened in that TV show didn't really resonate in that movie. So if they're working it's gonna with be them side by side this time. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't do that. What Marvel no. Studios yeah. did was like, yeah. we're going to do this. You can try to keep up. And if you cause yeah. plot holes for yourself, that's your own fault. <laughs> so <just> yeah. go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm interested in seeing if they're going to do that, where they're going to work tandemly yeah. to make sure the timelines and everything fits, all the scenarios in full circle fit. So it'll be very interesting to see that. Um, yeah, so... You know, we'll see uh, Michael B. Jordan back um, in uh, this role, whatever role it is, will be interesting. Very interesting. But uh, yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. Well, um, we'll be eagerly waiting for that because I'm a huge, you know, Black Panther fan. So I, I love all of Wakanda, everything about it. To me, it was one of the best movies I've seen in the Marvel, aside from the Avengers movies and the Thor movies. So. Yeah, we'll be very interested to see how that all gets together. All right, uh, moving on to our final topic. This was um, a bruiser of an episode, to say the least. It is the Invincible series, uh, sorry, not series, season finale uh, of episode, uh, season one. Man, I'm trying to get that out there without mumbling. It's just because you're so excited. You're getting like the jitters. Yeah, like, oh. you know, I'm not. Ex- I'm not just. I'm not just excited. I I feel a pain still of what happened. <laughs> it, it was brutal. I mean, oh my god! I still remember him breathing and blood just squirts out yeah. every time he breathes. Oh, that was brutal. Um, so let's uh start from uh, well, we want to talk about how the last episode ended where. You know, Mark's dad is trying to talk to him, saying, listen, I have to tell you something. And then we go right into it where his dad tells him what, D? What, is it, what does his dad tell him? Like, so I might have been lying the whole time. We weren't here to make <laughs> Earth a better place. Well, we kind of are. But you would be like our pets, really. <laughs> yes. The pet part was awesome. Your mom, she's she was like a pet to me. Yeah. You know, so like... he, he's basically sent there to survey earth and report back to his kind the viltrumites if it was an acceptable place for them to set up post and build their empire so what they do is they so, so, go from planet to planet yeah. and build their empire right yeah so it's sort, sort of like a la kryptonians mm-hmm. right just and mean then it. they do it yeah they do explain that the you know they used to go about it in a military way where they used to go and take the you know the the worlds by military groups but they started thinning themselves out so they found a different approach where um they would just send their best out there as sort of sleeper agents and when the time was right they would just kind of gather intel and then when the time is right they just take over the place with sheer might because who's going to stop them right the fun the crazy part was at the beginning where how they were within themselves trying to better their culture by weeding out the weak yeah, so they have uh, I thought that was crazy. Survival of the fittest mentality, right? Oh, that was just crazy, brutal. And then, like, what is it? Fifty percent of them were left, and then so those were your top, you know, guys 
And um, so then he just tells him this whole story. And then you just see Mark's face just, just stunned. You know, he's just is like, what the hell did you just say? He like, what? And then, you know, like he's trying to like fight his dad, which is crazy because his dad's way stronger than him, right? And he's just like, really? We're going to do this? And, you know, he's just like so adamant about fighting his dad and protecting the world that he just doesn't realize that his dad is just so much powerful than him. But that's a great thing about Mark is just like he's pure good in terms of being a hero for the world where his dad is the complete opposite, could care less. You know, when you when you saw that, you know, did you, you know, I mean, you already read you've already read the novel and stuff, so you already seen this coming. But was there any changes they made in how Mark reacted and his dad reacted to each other? Um, so it was longer. And by longer, I mean, like, we had a full 45 minutes to watch this, opposed to a couple pages. So that right there alone, I had to watch Mark just get just bodied for 40 minutes straight, which is kind of sad. Um, You can (laughs) hear the blood, you can feel the blood splatter, like, it was totally, it it hurt watching it. Do you think they did a good job? They did a fantastic job. Okay. Like my goodness. Because you read it, you read it, so I wanted to hear your perspective on how the animation was. So yeah, I, you I, it, I right? love this animation. Like I have no problems with it at all. The only problems I've had were character personalities, and I'll dive into that a bit. But seeing them fight was just amazing. Uh, seeing Nolan narrate, like this is why I'm doing this. You gotta learn. Okay, I'm gonna kill some more people every time you say no. I'm just gonna kill more. <laughs> The subway that scene. Was insane. The subway oh, scene. Man. Man, it, it reminded me of like a father trying to force feed his child like applesauce and he doesn't want it. But instead <sighs> of applesauce, it's a subway train full of people's bodies and guts just flying into his face. Oh my god. It's just brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Has there anything come close to this? Nothing has come close to it in my mind in terms of an animation that was that brutal. Well, nothing so if it has been gory, like, I I'm, can't even think the Mortal Kombat cartoon wasn't even like this. The animated movie, like, they had moments. No, not But it not wasn't level, just no. continuous, citywide, yeah. just blood splatter. <laughs> like, uh, this was, this was, um, this was guts and body and blood all over the place and nobody cared. Yeah. Like, it was just piling on top of each other. You know, like, look at the, the actual, you know, when they were fighting in their own world to, you know, reduce their weak people. They were just bodies on top of bodies at the end. Right? Like it, it makes it nothing. makes the ring around their planet basically. So people are probably wondering, like, why doesn't why didn't they just all show up at once and invade? They killed over half of their population by doing this. It's a silly yeah. thing, but they've been doing this for like thousands and thousands of years. And you also discover yep. that Mark's people live over thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Like, no, his dad is over a thousand years old, basically. So he's trying to yeah. tell Mark, like, anything I do here doesn't matter. You could save them and you'll still outlive them before you look 30. So that's he's yeah. trying to just, like, talk him into joining him. He's like, this doesn't need to be difficult. We'll help them. But how much would you really help people who you don't care about stepping on? Like, you saw how little he cared about them. So you know oh, something absolutely. else is up. Like, this fact that, despite the fact he said, like, you'll give them medicine and technology... Okay, maybe, but 
you also called your wife a pet. So I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they uh, also had uh, f- flashback scenes, which I thought was cool. Like the book didn't really get to that. There's a flashback of when Nolan first started to accept his humanity. So I liked, yeah. I liked moments like that. That uh, you're talking about which flat flashback the part where uh, he remembers Mark playing baseball for the first time and he's just frowning yes. and he's like I can see better from the air like he's just so miserable yeah I know yeah he's just like oh what about to walk around I can just float around right yeah. it's interesting because you know he's such a and like he's got all this power but he's got to dumb it down it's just like Superman like he he Superman's like always walking on eggshells yeah because he's afraid to open the door too hard or you know, close the door because he might throw it across the room, that door, right? So it's just like he has to taper everything down. And at sometimes you when you look at it from, you know, his perspective, you, you kind of understand that, oh, my God, like how can you live your life being so weak, right? You're so powerful and then you have to dumb it down for these, you know, pets, as he calls it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I look at it from that point of view. I'm like, yeah, that does make sense where he's just kind of annoyed. But it was his decision to go there. They appointed him to go there. I get it. But it was his decision to go there and assimilate himself to a family. He didn't have to be part of the family, though. Right? He could have been by himself, you know, walking around. But he put himself into a family situation, which is interesting because that's where this sort of, you know, changes. Because now he's assimilated himself within a relationship, even though he called his wife a pet. But he had a kid. He said some harsh things, so, like very harsh things. Yeah, so he has a kid now, and, you know, that's where, you know, some of that humanness of him is trying to rub off, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, and then you have these, uh, who are these guys, the the misfits, these young... Oh, the uh, guardians of the globe, the new guardians <laughs> of the globe. The new... The other ones the got killed. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get killed, they got slaughtered. <laughs> So yeah, Guardians of the the Junior Guardians of the Globe decide to go and um, what try to help them or something. They're just standing there. Cecil just got them on standby, kind of thing. Yeah, right? he's like, "Don't go out there." But basically, they went into crowd <laughs> control. Like they did stuff. Like they went and helped and evacuated and. Yeah. But yeah, helping Invincible is impossible. Omni Man would punch him, and he'd end up in another like city entirely, another state. <laughs> oh man, that scene where they're lying down. On the on the rocks after the beatdown, oh man, brutal, brutal. I obviously we're spoiling it for everybody's listening right now, but uh, you know you guys know how we do things here. We're always spoiling things here. So, but yeah, if you haven't checked it out by now, I you know we're talking about it. We can't even do justice to this episode. It is a must see episode yeah. if you're a fan of that type of genre. I highly recommend watching it from beginning to end. The sad part about it, it, it is ended. The um, season is ended. The good part about it is they renewed them for season two and three. Thank God. So you're going to get it. Yeah. So And there's rumors that it'll probably be a fourth season for sure. They've We've heard, you know, uh, Robert Kirkman has said that he'd like to do five seasons if the Amazon is willing to do that. And right now, I think Amazon's like, here's a blank check. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Do spin-offs, alternate universes. You go right ahead. Do whatever you want. You know, you want to have uh, shootout characters in their own. Like, if you want the Guardians of the Galaxy with their own show, go right ahead. Here's a blank check. Do whatever you got to do. 
because this is, you know, this is hype. Every episode's hype. Like people are excited to watch this, yeah. right? It's shot up in terms of like I mean, I know it doesn't cost a lot to make this show. I mean, yeah, you do need to have a bunch of artists to make the animation, but you're not paying a whole lot of money. I mean, you do have some marquee actors in here. Like, you know, um, what's the name that plays uh, Omni-Man? Oh, um, JK. Yeah, he obviously will command some money because he is a seasoned yeah. actor. They have a lot. Seth but, Rogen. Um, yeah. Just even and, like you know, people you've got... on screen for one second. <laughs> they, they cast. But I mean, the thing is like, they're not going to be doing actual acting in person. So I think their wages are probably a little bit lower. And and they they're probably like hey you know we usually get ten million to do a live acting but if you give us five million to do some voiceovers we'll be cool with that because doing COVID who really wants to go out in public and do acting yeah so for these guys to sit in a studio by themselves you know social distancing and doing their voices they're okay with that they'll take a five million dollar check for that have thank you very much have like a sound room in their house though. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, yeah, I'll take a $5 million check for that. Thank you very much. And then be on my way. So I I think the cost to do this is not that much. Um, we'll look into it and we'll try to get the numbers. But um, yeah, I mean, season two and three in the works. And season four probably going to be, by the time season two drops, we'll probably already have extended to season four. But before we get ahead of ourselves here, so what happens at the very ending part where his dad is just pounding him into a pulp on the floor what happens like he's just getting fed up he's like i don't care like i can I, I can make another son now i found that out so he's just talking yeah. smack to him and being mean and then he's like what will you have in a thousand years like in a million years and then mark says like the cordy i'd still have you and that that triggers his it pulls on his heartstrings basically and obviously yeah. like just up and leaves he just flies off in a straight line no one knows where so, yeah. Well, Mark. no one, no one knows where us of the people that read the book. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know where. Yeah. And but, you're not gonna tell me. <laughs> I'm not telling anyone. I'm curious to see if they keep it the same. I'll be happy to talk about it when you're done. You're gonna wait yeah. till the show is just done completely to read, right? Which no, is... I'm gonna cheat. Oh. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Are you gonna go like season by season? Sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go season. By... I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Just if it gets really good, I'm gonna stop. I'm like, no, no. no. No, no, no more. <laughs> like, but if it's a you know a long continuous arc, then I might push it a little bit and read a little more and more. But I'm interested in I can't remember the character's name, but the one of the main guys from his planet, the main guy from Omni Man's planet. So there's the Viltrumites, like you talked about. I can't remember. He's sort of like their top Nolan's guy. Planet? I wonder if he's gonna show up. They mentioned him briefly in the. Uh, in the flashbacks. So we'll see uh, if he shows up. But uh, what about the very ending where Seth Rogen's character shows up on the moon? Oh, yeah. He basically is like, <laughs> I found that funny. I'm pretty... <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. By the way, <laughs> I remember the first time he showed up, he's like, I forgot to warn you. Like, there's these Viltrumites on your planet. He's like, yeah, I'm one of them. I'm half of one. They showed up. And then he's trying to tell him, he's like, he up and left. And he's like, and, yeah, um, like, do you know where he went? They're like, going no, to sorry. take over. He's like, just so you know, they're going planet. to come back here and try and to kill you. And he's just like, yeah, I already know. So thanks for telling me. That's probably pretty <laughs> stressful for Mark, but it's exciting for me and viewers because we got a like montage of all the other characters who are going to appear and the future of where these villains are going. And then we saw a few 
screen captures of the other Viltrumites that show up. Did that pique your interest at all? Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen in Season 2 is, you know, are they going to be rallying all of the universe's uh, heroes together to fight these guys? Because they're invincible, right? They're basically, they can't die, but there's got to be some weakness somewhere. Yeah. I don't know, that's tough. Like, one did that, so imagine sending like three. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see yeah. what they do. You know what they do. You just won't tell us. Yeah. But I will watch. I'm excited. I'm excited to see you make this journey and watch you yes. through your your nor, your newborn eyes. <laughs> yes, my virgin eyes <laughs> to see this beatdown that Mark's gonna be getting soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this episode made me realize you don't know how to fight at all. Like at all. <laughs> you are pathetic. This is horrible. Like yeah. he better get a new costume because that one got shredded. Yeah, man. Oh. There's no tithe in on earth that can take that blood stain off. So better get a new costume. Speaking of new costume, the mom was there talking to the buddy that made that costume, oh, right? Yeah. He was devastated too. So Yeah, everyone just smiled, <laughs> spiraled. It's it's gonna be yeah. rough seeing how uh, all these people react now. And on the news, you saw like the people blamed Invincible too. Like their fight caused so much destruction. So he, I don't know. It's just a rough situation all around. They haven't set the date or when season two will be um, coming, but I have my doubts that it'll be coming anytime soon. I, I think at least a year and a half away. I know that's the sad part. Ugh. Animation take animation takes a long time to put together right it's not mm -hmm. a simple process of just recording and doing some cgi so probably not going to see it till late 2022 um probably like summertime 22 so yeah it's gonna suck waiting but um we've got all this marvel movie we've got this hbo stuff that we just talked about um was there anything else you wanted to add before we kind of sign off here no i think i'm good i'm just gonna go ponder my life after talking about invincible <laughs> You know, somebody else mentioned that too. They're just like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go think about my life after that episode. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny how you say that because somebody else said that to me too. Yeah. After they watched it, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to go sit on the edge of my patio and think yeah, about life. evaluate some stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that was deep. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. Well, um, we do appreciate everybody that listens to our podcast. We are available in a lot of platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, just to name a few. Uh, we are also a YouTube channel. We have reviews. We do action figure reviews right now on YouTube. We are also going to be on Twitch very soon, doing some video games and fun things like that. And make sure to go follow us on our social media at AstonishingNR because we have some crazy contests that are going to be dropping very soon. I'm just going to give a little uh, teensy uh, hint that might be coming down the pipeline. And we'll let you guys know, but you need to go to our social media platform and make sure you're following us there to hear about all the news. And we always drop a lot of cool things in pop culture on our Instagram and our Twitter pages. So make sure you go check that out. And uh, yeah, so with uh, that being said, wherever you are around the world or the universe, a Viltrumite planet, uh, have yourself a good morning, a good day. 
and a good night. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Mark sucks.